you seem to be like way ahead of all of us. <laughs> they're they're in Australia, and they uh, I guess freedom was designed in Australia. Therefore, no, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's got an Australian dish. My wife's got Australian blood in her. So well, there it is. You know, you go. You're right. Hey? So, go for the jennies, eh? So, <laughs> all right, guys. So here, here's the deal. We need to change, we need to change your name to Ginny, move to Australia, and we'll be we'll be free, right? Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> that's, that's, Wigglesworth is part Aussie. That's the secret of freedom. So let's let's leave our churches, change your names, get a passport, visa. Hey, we could. We, we've got a... to be nice. <laughs> Well, you know, really? the sad thing is there are people on the planet who actually do certain things like that. They find a person who's free and they mm. imitate them, okay? Mm. And they, 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 they clone themselves. They don't become who they are. They become who that person is. And, so. they, and they join a church because they think that church is free, right? And they adopt the laws and the rules, right? They conform to the image of the church, right? And then they play the game. And then they find out there's an area of their life that's not free, but no one talks about it. So they they all accept a degree of liberty, a degree of freedom, right? Yeah. And then you stop growing because if you grow, you will find other areas. But if you don't grow, you won't you won't realize that it's like you know if if you're if you got four bedrooms in your house and you only clean three of them, and you never go in that fourth room, cobwebs will happen in that room, you know. <laughs> And the room would get dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. And, you know, heaven forbid that you left a sandwich in there, right? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I mean, there, it might, and we, have a, we have a new couch. Well, it's a, we have a new used couch, so I had to carry out the old couch. So my dog has a tendency to throw his bones and stuff underneath the couch. <laughs> so, and, uh, and other types of food. So, you know, when I was cleaning the couch up, there was all kinds of debris and things had grown. You know, they had they had evolved into another different life form. And and if we don't address areas in our life, things like that happen too, right? So, so we have. That's why the Bible is about you know going from glory to glory, strength to strength. And I would add, you know, to different another levels of freedom, right? Um, But until you're exposed to liberty, you don't know what freedom is, right? So that's why in the in the paper that I wrote. you know, we've got to see what freedom is in different areas of our life, right? We've got to go, okay, I'm free in my church. I can raise my hands. I can dance. I'm free from the fear of people and their thoughts. Yay, I'm free in this environment. But am I free at my job? Am I free in public, right? So we need to, we need to take our freedom and expand it to every area of our life. So what are areas in your lives right now that... Um, you need to be free of okay. Could you say that again, please? Yeah, what, what does freedom look like in your family? What does freedom look like? In, what does freedom, the definition of free, look like in other areas of your life? If you may not be, like, the first time I raised my hands in worship wasn't because I love God. It was because there was an old lady three feet away from me, and she had her hands up, and I thought, how dare this old lady have her hands up? And I'm a, a college athlete who trains every day, and and she's she's exhibiting more strength than I am. So so my first time I raised my hands, it was in competition with an old lady. Okay, 
and um, it was that was true. And then I finally realized that God liked my worship, and I should stop competing with old ladies, right? You know, but uh, but she was she. You know, I was afraid of what people thought. You know, um, and so are there areas outside of you know where you need to exp- where you need to be free? Are you free at the when you're going shopping, right? Are you free? When you're, I don't know, at a school situation, you know, where are areas where you should be freer? Sure, for me, it's like work, eh? It's like my design. Okay. I just feel like there's, um, I'm, you know, I just feel sometimes when I'm in a better mood or something, or I just feel like design takes too long sometimes, and I think it's because of the way I feel. And, uh, I, I tend to become like uh, almost like a perfectionist with design because I'm, I'm, I'm concerned my clients aren't going to like my work or something like that. So I spend too much time on the work and I'm always re- uh, reassessing it to see if it's right. Okay. So I feel like I need freedom with my work, my, my, my creative side, my design side. And uh, and I've been trying to get freedom with that for years. Eh? It's like been one of the biggest challenges of my life. Um, because I waste a lot of time on redesign and because I'm not sure and um, overcharging clients maybe sometimes. Depends who the client is. Mm. So I don't feel, feel like I'm totally free with my, my business and my designing. And I just really desire to be free in that. Hey? Yeah. So I can really just enjoy it, you know. Um, but it's been a real struggle for me, that, that side especially. Yeah. Because it's affected everything else, you know, it's affected my finances and everything as well. So, so I find like I spend too much time, hours, um, like yesterday even, I worked the whole day, <coughs> deadline that I had a month for tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I worked the whole day on, on, on photographs that I should have taken about maybe four or five hours to do, it took me about eight hours. Okay. So... I need the freedom in my work, really. My my, my design, graphic design. Okay. Mm. So freedom in your work. Okay. Yeah. Any, we'll we'll hit that. Uh, anybody else? Other areas of freedom that they want to like to be freer in? Freedom. I'd like to be unafraid to explore dreams without having to think about it. Freedom to explore dreams without having to think about it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. We'll 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 touch that too. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is free. Okay. So. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Freedom to speak. <laughs> Freedom to speak. <laughs> Freedom of. Just the materialistic stuff we have, freedom of, of um, a mortgage. <laughs> so you're talking about being real, okay? Freedom on real things like mortgages, okay? <laughs> freedom from bills and and financial issues. That's cool. We'll, we'll hit that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else, real quick?
Freedom to bless others. Freedom to bless others. See, you, you, you'd like to have the, the capacity of the resources to be a blessing, right? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say that um, something that is this came to me would be um, freedom is contagious, right? And so uh, don't try to be free in an area like work or blessing or dreams or financial freedom. Uh, spend time with the freest person you know, which the hint is that's Father God, okay? And <laughs> allow, allow his freedom to change you so that you can be free in a natural situation, natural being job, natural being paying bills, natural being on this planet, <clears throat> natural being dealing with dreams, right? Um, because he is he is not limited at all, and he is trying to get his attributes into you, right? So on my little cheat sheet notes, I talk about that uh, Enoch walked with God for 300 years until he escaped death, okay? So it says in the New Testament that he escaped death. So he was free from death, right? So that was an area of freedom he wanted. And uh, so if you if you target an area, if you target finances or you target your business or you target uh, uh, dreams or you target something, um, you limit what God can do, okay? If you If you open up to, I want to know you and everything you are, the the, the overflow will affect every area that you're struggling in, okay? His liberty, his freedom will, will, will change everything, right? Um, that's why it says in Matthew, um, I guess it's five or something, um, seek first the kingdom, right? And all these things will be added to you. And I would change that from seeking first the kingdom of God to seek first the king, because every kingdom has a has a king, right? Mm, um, yep. But in that relationship with the king, <laughs> as you as you pursue him, everything else will get taken care of, right? Um, but lots of times we go to the king and we say, "Hey, I've got a problem with my job. You know, I'm not the Christian I need to be. I'm struggling with this. And I'm struggling, struggling, struggling." And um, that's okay to talk to him about that because the Bible is clear about you know. At your time of need, go to the throne of grace, you know, because that's your time of need, right? But um, the, the, the flow that works best is uh, as you behold him, you're changed, right? Mm. And, and yeah. if you go to him with an agenda, your agenda, it may not line up with his agenda, right? Mm. Um, the Bible is clear in Amos 3.3, my little cheat notes, says that, how can two walk together without an appointment and an agreement? Okay, so if you agree with him, it's better than him agreeing with you. Okay, because <laughs> if if you get God to agree with you, you're now becoming God, and He's becoming your servant. Okay. Yeah. And that's a wrong relationship, yes. right? But He is so nice mm -hmm. to you; He won't slap you when you act like a god, right? Now, if 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 you're if you're dealing with me and you get arrogant around me, I will put you in your place. You know, 
I will remind you that, hey, we both have flesh on. Hey, you're not more righteous than I am. Hey, stop that. God, who's your good friend, will just smile and go, okay, we'll do it your way. <laughs> and Wally's way does not always lead to victory, right? Yeah. And But he, will, he won't leave me or forsake me. He'll walk with me through the valley of the shadow of death. I'll get all bruised and beat up. And I'll blame him. And he'll go, um, you wanted to go here, <laughs> you know? You know, you, you, I had an opinion. Matter of fact, and, and God's ways are always right. His plans always come about. My plans sometimes come about, but He will let me do whatever I desire. Right. So, so the answer is, if I put my desire in Him, and I become passionate for Him, I'll just go where He goes, and I'll end up being in the right place. I'll end up designing my my drawing His way to please Him. And not worry about it, and be concerned about the people. You know, I'll yeah. end up interpreting dreams based on his clues and his hints, and not be worried about my mind or what people think, or about the dream book or the color book or the number book. All these books that are out there now. You know, yeah. I want you know to be a blessing. You know, we have this the scripture in Abraham that you know. Uh, uh, as Abraham sought the Father, Abraham became a blessing to every nation on the planet, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't go work to be a blessing. He became a blessing because he became, he can't, he, Abraham had a cut covenant with God. Abraham couldn't do it. So, so it was in Genesis someplace where God shows up, puts Abraham to sleep, and cuts covenant with himself, right? Only thing Abraham did was when when the, the, uh, the sacrifice was there, he shooed the crows away or the vultures away, right? And guys, that's cool. That's the covenant thing now. But it's all about relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's not about it's not about doing stuff. It's about being who he is. And then um, there's a scripture I put in the notes, Philippians 1.6. It says um, something like, uh, uh, he who began a good work, you know, I am confident in this. He who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it, right? Now, the first part of the verse says, I am confident in this. Well, you're only confident if you know the one who's working, right? Many of us don't know him that well. We're like, okay, you're very good at the salvation thing. You know, yay, I'm not going, I'm confident I'm not going to hell. For for decades, I wasn't confident in that, so I would get saved every, every good meeting because I wasn't confident in his ability to save me because I thought my salvation was based upon me doing good things, right? So forever, I was focused on my salvation and my security and not walking in relationship because I was worried about going to hell, right? So once I finally, in 1981, November 13, 1981, stopped doubting my salvation, I was finally confident in that aspect of my life, right? But there's, you know, 40,000 other areas that I wasn't confident in, right? So I was trying to be better, you know, but... I'm telling you, if you'll be confident in walking with him and be confident in his faithfulness, you know, Galatians 2.20 says that the life I now live, I live by faith in him and not faith in me, right? Mm -hmm. I don't live by my faith anymore. I'm trying to learn to live by his faith because he's faithful. He's good, right? Yeah. So any thoughts on my rambling? Mm. Rambling about freedom, but I, I really do feel that if if 
if, if you will build off liberty in an area that the fathers over help you overcome that freedom if you let that freedom from that one area spill over to another area um, you'll get freer and freer so once you get confident that uh, you hear from him right so you hear from him in a, in a church service you know then you take that confidence into a secular situation you go wait a minute if I can hear from God during worship <laughs> I could hear from God during a business meeting. And I bet his ideas were smarter than my ideas, right? Yes. Um, then if you believe that and you get confident there, you can go, hmm, when I'm talking to my wife, I wonder if God can speak to me and I can give my wife a real answer versus the answers I've tried. Hmm. What if I take the confidence from work and from church to work to husband and wife talk to talking to my kids? What if I took that to tech and to um, my neighbors? What if I took that from my neighbors to my government system? What if I actually started speaking to, if I got confident in all of those areas, right, and free in all those areas, is it possible I can speak to creation? I can speak to my Great Dane. I can speak to the flowers. I can speak to trees. I can speak to a tornado. I can speak to an earthquake. Yeah, but you got to start with square one, right? You got to start someplace and get solid or get strong in the Lord in an area and then let it increase in other areas, right? Yeah. Wow. That's very good. I think I think for myself, in my just my day-to-day -day stuff with my kids or with Dion or at work, I, I kind of forget that God is with me. You know, it's, ah. it's like we just, yeah, we just make decisions and go through my day and, and completely unaware until I actually stop and think, no, hold on, you know, like, what, what do you say about this? You know, it's like, I often go through my day without being even aware that he's with me. Wow. Yeah. In, uh, anybody else guilty? I'm raising my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, guilty. So we should, all, we should all throw in the towel because we're all losers. We all forgot God exists. And we should, we should all give up, right? No, well, you know, if Jenny says that to name Jenny, then you just know you're all guilty. <laughs> well, I've, I've already filled out my form to change my name, so um, I just got to find the right address to sit it into, and then, you know, uh, I've already, my, my, my passport's already good, but... Um, you so. should send it to the Australian Embassy. Well, you know, the embassy is only 25 miles from me right now, so I think, you know, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just drop your name, and they'll go, you know her? I go, yeah, and, and so, well, maybe, you know, because you know, if, I, if you go the, if you go to an embassy, you're actually on uh, Australian yes. property, right? Yeah. So if I stand in the lobby, change my name, I think I'll, I'll be free, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Much easier. It's much easier. Name change. Drive twenty five miles. I'm 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 free. So thank you, thank you so much for joining the call. Uh, find the Australian embassy. Change your name, and you'll be free. So hallelujah, amen. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> And everyone hung up and went to hell. Okay, so. <laughs> well, that was easy. That was easy. That's what, that's what the devil say. That was easy. <laughs>
but you, you see how easy it is to get distracted from something simple? If, yeah. if, if the Father says, I'm with you forever, but we forget he's right there, right? So yeah. what can we do to remember that the King of Glory is with us all the time? Yeah, you know? good question. Uh, the question to the Jennies, since you guys know everything. I actually talk to him long anyway. Well, the good thing is, is we have the Holy Spirit who is there to remind us of all things, right? Yeah. And so if he's remi- if he's doing his job and he we're confident he does his job well, then we got to figure out why are we why aren't we listening? You know, what is what it has our affections, what has our attention, right? Is it the yeah. business of the day? Is it is it me uh, consumed with me or consumed with my bills which are literally stacked in front of me behind my laptop? Or is yeah. it? Or what are the things that, that get my mind off of the Lord? But more importantly, what are the things that can get my mind back onto the Lord? Right. And so, um, someone asked me today. Actually, Jenny. Uh, Jenny asked me, you know, how did your day start?" And I told her, "It wasn't. I wasn't being spiritual, but in reality, <clears throat> my day started with, hey, I'm getting ready for my three o'clock call, three o'clock my time, and so I actually started my day out with, with communion, right." And then in my in my communion that I do, I put my mind on him and what he's done for me, right? So yeah. it's like, hmm. And so back to your point, how, what are things that we can do to remind us that he's alive and well and has an opinion and has has a way? You know, so one way is communion a lot, right? Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. And so, and, and then, you know, and, and if you don't know true communion a clue is you know on my website there's or my podcast site or my website i've got a teaching on john 6 communion which is which which is which is not the communion of this is my blood and remembrance of me stuff that's not that doesn't help you okay yeah mm-hmm. um sorry for those who think it does but um re- <laughs> remembering what he did doesn't help you in the right now okay but if you remember in John six, where it says, "He who eats my blood and drinks my bo- drinks my blood, eats my body," is yeah. is continually in me, and I'm continually in you. Wait a minute, you're continually in me. Oh my goodness! So when I do this class at three o'clock, you're with me, talking to the Ginnies and talking to the Philippines and talking to New Zealand and talking to the South Africans. Oh, yeah. so no pressure on me to perform because you're here, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. so you know, there's no pressure on you know, you know, on technology. You know, God, you're bigger than technology. Um, I'm not. I don't need to. I don't need to impress these people because you're you're in me. You're my identity, yes. right? Yes. But that that all triggered off of me assigning something valuable to communion, right? Which is right. you know by faith. But, you know, there's other things that you can do practically in your life to remind you of who you are and who's with you, right? Sure. Yeah, that's good. Sure. It's very good. Uh, it's funny. Um, I was looking at this, oh, what Jenny Smith wrote about the Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I guess I should say this is being recorded and I'll be sending this to every embassy on the planet. And um, <laughs> so the Australian embassy will be like very happy, but the other embassies will be very mad. So, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, 
all these Americans going to Australia, leaving the country. You know. <laughs> Teddy's dragging his family to Australia, changed his name to Ginny. What kind of deal is that? <laughs> my wife is very upset. She likes my name, so, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but you have to, uh, um, if, if you're not experiencing freedom in an area, um, something to help is uh, you can use your imagination because you have to see yourself free, right? Mm. A lot of us don't see ourselves uh, designing a piece of art. This is for you, Dion. Designing a piece of art in one hour or less, right? Wow. Uh, that is acceptable to your client and pleasing to God, right? Mm. Now, I think you may be hoping but hoping is not seeing, right? And so it so most of the, the new age world and the business world will tell you the word is visualization. And we can go, oh, New Agers business, secular people that well, but the Father God said hey, Father God gave you the gift of imagination, right? The ability to imagine is is I believe this is what this is me, <laughs> uh, is an attribute that's in the Father. That he gave. That's when when God said, "I've created man in my own image." One of the pieces of his image is imagination, right? Mm. Uh, and so the ability for a human being to imagine something beyond their knowledge, beyond their uh, information, beyond their intellect, is is supernatural. Okay. Uh, many Christians do not go there because they they can't control it, right? And they fed their imagination with wrong things, so they have, you know, they magnify whatever's in them, which might be horror, which may be fear, which may be something. But if you can see yourself in your imagination as sitting at your drawing board, creating something in five minutes or less, that's awesome. You get to you get to rewire your belief system by your imagination, right? Yes. And so, and so, what happens in your imagination, since you are in control of that, you may start believing it's possible. Your imagination allows you to do the impossible. And if you start believing that God, all things are possible with God, and they are, and your imagination helps you see yourself doing the impossible, then all of a sudden, one day, you'll be doing the impossible. It'll be normal. Okay? Yes. And and so if you start seeing yourself free, you know, and I, I wouldn't pick 5,000 areas. I'd pick one area, you know, okay, I'm going to imagine myself drawing. Instead of taking eight hours, I'm going to go for, oh, four hours, you know. But yeah. but you you can use your imagination to do something in, in 30 minutes, right? And yeah. And start getting a picture of yourself being free, right? And so the and then realize, oh my gosh, my father always sees me at my best, which is totally free in every area. Okay. Mm. So so what's about you know the, the power of agreement, right? How can two walk together unless they're agreed, right? So until you see yourself as the father sees you, you're not in agreement with him, right? You're actually in rebellion to him, right? And so you're rebelling against your best friend. Sure. And that's not and that's not good, right? 
So any any area that you guys are working on, I would you know start imagining it, right? Yeah, I think this is the new age. You know, this you know as we all know what's going on. You know, the the new age movement uses the mind mind power like to to get what they want and um you know that whole quantum thing yep. which, which you know about and uh you know and they get the results and stuff but uh, um i actually looked in on that a couple of years ago and uh realized that it's actually the lord's um he he created all that but the i think this whole mind power thing has also sort of distorted the whole thing a lot for people because they feel like as believers we can't use our, our imaginations to that extent because we feel like we're almost becoming like new ages. Yeah. The uh, the only, the, well, eight, the, the, the part that they are not correct on is they don't seek agreement with a living God. They seek agreement with the source of power. Okay? Yeah. Yes. And that's the deviation there. So it's like, you know, 95% correct except for they're not looking for relationship. Right? Yeah. Mm. They, yeah. they, they stop short of the truth, but they are acting in truths that came from the kingdom. Okay, mm. when, when God came down to, uh, to the Tower of Babel, he, he said, because they have imagined a thing, nothing can stop them. Okay. Yes. He didn't say imagination is evil. He said, oh, wow, they're maxing out on, that, on, their, on their gift, but they're going the wrong direction with it. Okay, see, so if we believers will use our imagination to agree with the Father, then, yay, the Father will come down and make sure we accomplish what we we set our heart to. Right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So. All right, we'll go to part two of my notes. I make this grand quote that says, "Freedom is birth from, it, freedom is birth from divine union." Okay, and um, so that has a lot of implications there. We get freedom, birthing, and divine union. What? And I, I use that verse at Amos three three. You know, I try to throw some verses in there so you guys will, you know, not report me <laughs> to the heretic group. <laughs> <clears throat> Even though I use the I use the imagination thing, and I, I want I wanted the list immediately with that. Oop. He used imagination. Danger, danger, right? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so let's say, so the question I had here is on that scripture, so do two walk together except they make an appointment and they have a, an agreement? And um, what are things which are keeping you from agreeing with how the Father sees you? Okay, I'll, I'll repeat the question. What are things <laughs> that are keeping you from agreeing with what the Father, any area of your life, what the Father sees and knows about you? What's keeping you from agreeing with them? Ignorance. Ignorance. Ignorant, ignorant of what? Uh, sometimes we don't know how he sees us. Okay, why don't we know? He's got a best-selling book out there. You know that. Sometimes it's just lack of confidence in your own ability. Well, 
lack of confidence in our ability to what? To actually believe that he would have such such an um, you know he loves us with with everything you know it's sometimes it's just our our stumbling block that we don't quite we haven't got the confidence sometimes to believe that okay let me, let me help everyone out here real quick and those who listen to this so we immediately went to a believe and i was talking about agreeing okay what's keeping us from agreeing and agreeing is just a decision right mm. and so we we jump to you know, it's like I asked me, what kind of car do you want? And they go, I don't have money for a car. I wait mm -hmm. a minute. We're not talking about money for a car. Mm -hmm. We're talking about what do you want, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like when Jesus said to the blind man, what do you want for me? And the whole crowd went, dude, he's blind, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the father wants you to agree with him, not do something about it. But can we first start with agreeing, right? Now, the enemy will tell you, oh, you'll never have a pure mind. Oh, you'll never have peaceful thoughts. Your parents sold you to witchcraft, and you're, and you're forever going to be damaged goods, and you've done so much, and, and Wally, you've done this, and Wally, you've done this, and, and he'll, they'll give you this record of all of your wrongs and, and all of your decisions you did knowingly and unknowingly, and obviously you, you can't be, right? And the father's going, whatever, can you agree with me? Don't change anything. I didn't ask you to clean up. Will you agree? Mm. You know? And I think we all have the ability to agree, right? Now, the enemy will tell you that we can't because we're not worthy, and he's not even listening to us. But, if we, mm. but I'm telling you right now, you are – the enemy can never take away your power to choose the Father, mm. okay? You may not be strong enough to fight the devil. You may not be strong enough to, to set yourself free. But you can always choose to love him. When the gathering demonic was full, of thousand, was full of a thousand demons, he still had the ability to come to Jesus, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, so, go ahead. I was just thinking um, about agreeing and, like, I think a part of my mind tries to agree with what God says about me and who I am and him. But then there's another part of me that thinks that it's like it wrestles with that truth and it doesn't want to accept it in my heart. And then I start to agree with the voices I hear in my head. So that's an issue. Yeah. So. And it's like more and more, like as my journey has been happening, like there's a little bit more of me that keeps that is leading towards more agreeing with God, but then something will happen, and then straight away I think, oh no, it's not true. Like it's dumb, but I know. No, that's that's real. And so the way the way I've experienced in my life is um, the first time, and the first time, well, the first hundred thousand times that. Um, Wally, God loves you. Well, I went, no, he doesn't. I mean, I didn't say that loud, you know. Um, so, so something inside of me didn't agree with it. I heard it, and I couldn't agree with it, right? 
And then years later, you, know, you hear it all the time, right? It's, it's, a, it's a constant mantra in the, in the church community. God loves you. God loves you. You know, and so, but until you believe it, it, it he loves everybody else but you, right? So, yeah. so in, in 1979 or 80, which is a long time ago, um, I decided to start agreeing with that statement, which I didn't believe in. Okay, because I had lots of voices in my head telling me and showing me all all the reasons why it, that was not true. Okay, um, I couldn't I could not comb my hair and look at myself in the mirror because I didn't love me, right? Mm -hmm. And so and so I had my own mind, all kinds of voices, and one tiny voice that would come up every I don't know every once in a while. That said, you know, God loves you, and so it was a struggle um, to to believe to forget believe to agree that, and the way that you force agreement is you repeat the truth out loud. Okay, I wish it would it would you would change in one minute. It took me I don't know at least a whole semester of of telling myself in the mirror. Uh, God loves you, and it's true. And yeah. and the the voices did not get quieter. The voices, the other voices, got louder, right? Mm -hmm. And and the images got clearer, right? Of all the reasons, all the things I'd done on purpose to make sure that I was not qua, uh, qualified for the love of God, right? And I I can't tell you what motivated me to keep trying to uh, agree, you know, but I, I kept going on, right? And I, and I didn't feel better. I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, nothing changed, you know, I didn't all of a sudden start to, you know, but, but one day I actually looked at myself in the mirror and didn't quickly look away. And somehow I made some progress, okay? And because of that little victory, I kept I kept going, right? And so, um, if you if and see the the deal is if you do things by uh, I must have evidence for, you will never get to where you need to be, okay? Because mm -hmm. there was no evidence that I was believing that God loved me, but one day I believed it, you know, and I you know and and one day those voices stopped on that topic, okay? They, they've picked up on other topics, you know, but they stopped on the you're not lovable topic, okay? And so, and so that one area in my life, I'm confident, <laughs> and, I know, and I know that that area is secure. So from based on that one victory, I get to go to other areas which are not free, you know? And so yeah. it's, it's it, you, but you have to have a, you gotta start somewhere. Right. And, and and it is a fight. It's not it's not a it's not a it's a fight, <laughs> you know, and it's a it's a fight of life and death. Right. It's, it's a fight for like DNC, it's a fight for identity. Right. Um, but once but once somehow you hear the truth, um, uh, even though you don't think you have the strength for it, um, and this is where the, it's a gift of God. Right. That he gives you the ability to continue to decide even when you. 
decide yes, 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 and then you give up and you decide and you give up for a year and you, you're back in the game, you give up again. I mean, he, he's not counting every time you start stop, right? But there is there is a place where you can one day not have uh, those voices or those images or those memories be who you think you are. I mean, I, 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 I just know that's true from my, my own personal walk and in, 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 in the Bible stories and other testimonies, but it's not a, a snap, it's not a, a snap of the hand, but it's, but it's, he, he's faithful. That's the whole deal, right? Yeah. So. Anybody else about uh, what's keeping you from agreeing? Could it be a fear? Fear, yeah. What what it what what are you afraid of? I'm not. I'm just saying. Could it be a fear that would hold some people back from believing? Yeah. yeah so, but what, but what would it be that fear? Is it the fear of um, God actually is that good, or is the fear of wow I could change and I would be different? Um, that was my fear. You know, I'm comfortable. I know what I'm. I know me now. But if I'm different, I'll be not confident, you know, you know, I had, a, I had, I had a fear of the unknown. That's what it was for me. For me, it's a, maybe, um, it has been a fear of getting caught behind the enemy lines. Yep. Yep. That yep. would pull me up. Yep. As in, um, going into a new area, but not being sure that it's of God. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So Teddy, on your quote there, isn't it isn't it isn't it that only the truth you know will set you free? That's true, but I'm saying the journey to knowing the truth starts with agreeing with the truth. And so but you can can you I think Jenny had a question. If uh, we can't agree with something that we have no idea of, that's true. That's why um, God always initiates things, right? So somewhere in the Bible it says, you know, when 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 humanity was lost, at the right time God sent Jesus, right? <laughs> And so when we're in when we're in the dark in whatever area of our life, you know, we'll get a Facebook post, we'll get a a note, we'll get a something, we'll see an article, we'll watch a movie. There'll be some truth that comes our way that's the invitation to agree with it, right? And so God is always giving out invitations, right? Waiting for our response, waiting for us to agree, right? To start the journey with Him. Um, and so he's always doing that, and mm -hmm. it's up to us to start walking with him, right? Wow. I love that. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, you know, Jenny, how we met, you know, I, I, I interpreted one of your dreams in some wild yes. way, and then you followed up on me and said, and now, and now we're best of friends. I'm changing my name, right? So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, a 
month ago, I would never thought that was possible. But see now, you know, all things are possible, right? But um, but. All things are possible. That's right. Yeah. But 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 so God is so. I mean, you know, what are the odds of me? I, I don't go. I don't go to that dream page all the time, right? And then you posted it, and and I was, you know, checking it out and gave my interpretation, and then, you know, yeah. other people, and then you know, two weeks later or three weeks later, we're talking every day, right? Yeah. And uh, but see, that was an invitation from God, right? To yes. go to go in an area that you hadn't gone there before, and yeah. and you could have said, I don't talk to Americans, right? <laughs> you know. Um, all, all kind of reasons to, you know, oh, you have new mystic in your name. That's a, a fear of that. You know, so there's, there were all kinds of reasons not to go further, right? Yeah. Um, and that's true for any area, right? Like for Dion, you know, I say, use your imagination. Well, the first thing pops up, whoa, new ages do that. Well, yeah. do, you want to, do you want to agree with the truth and overcome? Or, nah, I'm, I'm going to wait for another opportunity. Well... God is good. He'll give you another opportunity, but will you see it? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And so, and so it's always, you know, the enemy will try, enemy is trying to distract you, right? Because, I mean, if it's true that God is sitting next to me um, on my couch, because my, my dog is not, um, the Bible says it's true, but will I agree with that truth, right? And, and so there's agreeing with the truth, then there's believing the truth, then there's growing to knowing the truth, Right? So, like, right now, I don't believe I'm saved anymore. I know I'm saved, right? There are many people yeah. that are around you who are still in the place of believing they're saved. There are mm -hmm. some people around you who are hoping they're saved, right? Yeah. There are some people who are doubting their salvation. Yeah. You know? And so, if you're, if, 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 and so, just that one truth on salvation, right? So, they, they've heard about the truth, and they're agreed. I agree that God can save me. Okay. All right, good. Now, do you believe he's saving you? Well, I wonder sometimes. I did, I did, I did. I'm not sure. Then there's those who are sure, and they stop there. I'm not going to hell. I'm not going to hell. I'm sure he's able to deliver me, but I don't want to know him in any other area of my life. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's progressive, right? And so just about, you know, so... It starts with hearing the truth, my option to agree with it, my option to believe it, my option to be a strong believer in it, but then there's a place of maturity of I know it, right? And we need to know him in every area of our life, right? And each of us are different places in that knowing part, right? Um, the first time I gave a prophetic word in a business world situation, it was really weird. I didn't add verses to it, but I knew it was God and God wanted to say something. And I was like, are you allowed to talk here? I'm at work now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wait till the weekend, you know, <laughs> you know, but, but I had left him out of that part of my life because I didn't know he wanted to be a part of it, but yeah. he wants to be a part of everything. Right. But he will never force himself to any area of your life. We yeah. have to, Agree with him, open the door up, and let him into every area of our life, mm -hmm. not just the 
area of I need a future hope area, right? Okay. Or the after death area, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but it starts with a green, right? And so um, the Bible, the book with the black cover, you know, or whatever cover cover you got, or the online Bible is full of truth, right? How much of that truth do you agree with, right? How much of that truth do you accept? How much of that truth do you uh, do you believe? How much truth do you know? And like what he, uh, Teddy said, it is the knowledge of that truth that sets you free, just not the I read it. You know, if I it was based yeah. on reading, oh, shoot, I'd be way free. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it, but that knowing is an intimate, confident knowledge, just not head knowledge, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there, there are many denominations and groups and gatherings of believers who have uh, the the a technical word is mental assent. They give mental. I I know that it said. I know he said it, but do they know it's true for them? Do they intimately know it? And that's where we have to be intimate, right? That's why I say that you know freedom comes from the uh, divine. Freedom is birthed in divine union. So divine union is a very intimate, you know, when a husband and wife come together, that's, that's a level of knowing that's required to be confident in every area of your life, to where there's freedom in every area of your life. Right. Wow. So does it mean that uh, knowing, is this, uh, freedom begins by knowing? I think freedom begins with, uh, one, uh, that invitation of truth, right? That's where, that's where it begins. So it begins with God, right? Um, then the next step is, it's, it's on you. How do you respond to that truth, right? You can just look at it and go, it's true for the Jennies, it's true for Teddy, it's true for Dion, but it's not true for me. So I'm going to wait until something happens, right? And I'm, then if we wait too long, we forget that truth, right? And then it gets, we go to a conference, the truth comes up again. Oh, yeah, 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 that thing, yeah. And we, but we don't, we don't agree with it yet. We may study it out, right? We may buy a book on it. We may read the book on it that we bought, right? We may listen to an audio tape on the topic. We may watch a movie on the topic. But we still haven't agreed to it. We haven't started the journey, of, a journey to intimacy on that truth. And until you're intimate with that truth, it's not real for you. You know, and, and, and graphically, until you're intimate with that truth, you won't have a child called freedom in that truth, right? You know, no matter how much you kiss your wife, you can't have a baby from kissing. <laughs> Dion, that was a word for you, Dion. So take that word, agree with it, and, you know. <laughs> I like that. I, I mean, I, that's going to my next book. <laughs> Gotta write that down right now. So I'm gonna write it down for you. It's in my notes. You cannot have a baby. <laughs> a baby by kissing. By kissing. You must go all the way. You must <laughs> go all the way. All right. So I now have more material for my next book. Thank you. <laughs> but, but 
That, that's true, though. We we are, <laughs> in, in the Lord we stop short, right? And and then we go like, I can't believe I'm not my mortgage is paid off, or I've got a stack of bills here, and I need to look back and go, Have I been intimate with the Lord in this area of my life, right? Have I agree Have I agree with every truth in this area? Have I Have I accepted every truth? Have I let Him show me how to do this, right? Or am I assuming, you know, or do I think I've got it down or, or what? But if there's no baby, then there's something missing. And it ain't God. Okay. You know, you know what's a classic one? Well, I just don't see it the way you see it, Wally. Well, forget, it doesn't matter how I see it. <laughs> it does matter how you see it. And, but the Father's not going to change. Okay. And so that that's the deal of... He's not going to change. Okay. Excellent. I just gave Skype a quality feedback of excellent. Therefore, nice. we, we can stay online for another hour. <laughs> but uh, so what, what are your thoughts about this whole deal about truth and intimacy and freedom? Liberating. <clears throat> Sorry, I think it's really good um, what you're saying about, you know, when you're knowing something, but you know, you know, it, you know it, but you don't really believe it. And that's, uh, that's something that I've struggled with for a long time. And and like you say, you go to these conferences and you get so like hyped up and excited. I mean, like a week later, it, it's kind of hard because you haven't done that whole visualization and the exercises of, of really getting it to sink to, to okay, who's who's playing a board game someplace or rolling dice <laughs> <laughs> it's not me <laughs> they're they're okay. rolling they're rolling dice say okay this time if I get a six I'll trust God <laughs> okay one more time yeah, I used to do that I, I used to do things like uh, I wouldn't I didn't roll dice to trust God I go okay God if you really want me to, to trust that do a miracle, you know, and and God in His goodness would actually do a miracle, you know. And I go, oh, well, I still don't trust you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it's you know, in this last two or three years, I I believe everything's about relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I believe we should keep in that relationship with Him until you guys are one, until there's there's unity, right? To your there's a divine union there. And for some people, it takes it takes years, right? It's not because God is is holding back; it's because you're not giving your all, right? Mm. Um, and then I say, you know, you know, keep walking with Him until you change, right? Uh, keep yeah. walking with Him until you see the fruit of His labor, not your labor, the fruit of His labor, right? You know. The Bible in Galatians 5 is the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruit of Wally or the fruit of Ginny. It's the fruit of Australians. No, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's, yeah. it's from Him it comes out, not from you. It's from the union, not from your hard labor. Right? Yeah. Um, um, and then, you know, I said here in my notes, you know, stay on the path. Even when you get off the path, He never leaves you, right? So the, yeah. the, this is where we get, we think like, you know, I was trusting and I was doing a green. I had my daily confessions, you know. I was believing God for, 
you know, financial this and breakthrough. And then I stopped. I stopped doing communion. I stopped. I've got to make up all this time because I was really diligent for a while. But then I did. Well, the whole time that you were diligent or not diligent, God was still faithful, right? Yeah. And so it's not a, it's not a numbers game. It's about at some point something clicks in you to where, you know, you're intimate in that knowledge, right? And you've got to face whatever barriers you've put in there from wrong teaching, from wrong, wrong experiences. Um, and, you know, it, it's really, you know, how long does it take you to overcome stuff? But, but a trick is the more that you start winning victories, the easier it is as you keep doing it. Yeah. A, a, a momentum builds up, right? You know... I mean, I went from, you know, having no encounters to agreeing that, you know, even though I, I didn't have an account, I started agreeing that I agree that, I, I mean, I, I, so that so that church that was too wild for me, um, after I joined that church, I wrote my pastor, my new pastor, a message, uh, message, message, an email, and I said, um, hi, pastor, you know, I'm now, you know, a member of your church, you know. Because, because I he every every year or the five years prior I'd met him, and every year he he hugged me and greeted me and and so I didn't want him to think that this year was you know he would see me for a year, <laughs> yeah. so I wrote him a letter that said something like you know dear pastor um, I'm now uh, you'll see me you know regularly from now on uh, this is now my you know I want to call this home um, I visited you several times before. Um, uh, the reason why I didn't join before or become a regular member is because, well, uh, you guys were too free, and uh, uh, I I thought you guys were were were, were um, well, you were too free and you were, you were too spiritual for me. So you were in the category of of, of a flake, and you were all flakes because you were just too you know. And I have a I have a fear of flakes. Because when you ask a flake why they're doing something, they don't know why they're doing it. They have no chapter and verse, and they just go because I'm doing it, and I and that that um, that does, doesn't help me, right? Um, and so, uh, and I said something like, you know, when I first read the Bible the first time through, and I got to Genesis, and um, Enoch walked with God, and he was not. That scared me because I like being somebody. I, I didn't understand what, what NOT meant, you know. Um, so I didn't want to be, you know, do that. But someone go on mute, please. What is that? Someone's doing laundry or something. It's not me. Sorry, okay. that was me. Oh, my oh, goodness. I'm sorry. What'd you do? Go on mute, girl. Sorry. <laughs> I actually covered the microphone up, but I, I obviously didn't cover it up enough. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to leave for work in half an hour. I've got to get breakfast and stuff. So I, I've changed from Skype on my computer over to my phone, okay. and I've got it in my pocket so that I can actually keep getting dressed ready for school. <laughs> oh, that's oh. just too much information. That's uh, too much information. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so in my letter to my, my pastor, I said something like, the Enoch verse scared me. Um, but, I, I, but I was reading in the New Testament about um, the Apostle Paul. He had that encounter uh, on the road, which is, you know, mind-boggling, you know. Mm. And 
when I read that encounter story for the, I don't know, 30th time or whatever, <clears throat> this time I realized that the encounter that he had forever, forever, ever changed his life, right? And so I realized, I said, hmm, I need an encounter to change my life because everything I've been doing didn't have permanent, wasn't sticking, if you will, you know? Yeah. So, so pastor, the reason why mm -hmm. I'm at your church now is because it's not that I like flakes anymore. I still don't like you guys, but I now believe that encounters are not optional. Encounters are mandatory. Yes. And so this, this letter is my uh, repentance letter, my here's who I am letter, please pray for me letter, please be aware of me letter, you know, be careful around me letter, be nice to me letter, you know. <laughs> But, um, but it was, it was my, you know, I was trying to be open with, you know, my intentions, right? Yeah. Uh, so I said, I now, I now believe that encounters are not, no longer optional, but they're mandatory. So I haven't had any, but, I, you know, but I'm now open to them. Because I used to believe encounters were for special people, right? That, yeah. you know, oh, Dion needs an encounter. If he, if he would believe the word of God, he wouldn't need an encounter. But because he's a non-believer... All right, give him an encounter, right? <laughs> you know, but uh, but so 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 I wrote the letter, email, kind of afraid of what they'd think about it, but it was my declaration to whoever was listening or whatever how this works that I now was in agreement with God that encounters are good, okay? Yeah. And I was open for an encounter because I wanted to be whatever he wanted me to be. I didn't know what he wanted me to be, but whatever he wanted to be, which I don't know what it is, I was in agreement for that. And based on my current revelation, understanding that encounters got you there, okay? And so I send the email thinking that they're gonna uninvite me to the church. <laughs> and to my pastor's credit, he wrote me back and said, yeah, spiritual flakes are kind of weird, yeah. I understand your fears, you know, you're, you're welcome to the church, you know, glad to have you on board and something else, right? He didn't reject me, which I thought I might've got rejected, but, but I, I know for a fact that that decision I made opened the door to everything that I'm experiencing now, right? And, um, so it starts with an agreement, it starts with agreement, right? And then you stay on the journey and... I have no idea where it's going, but I know it's good because God is good, right? Yeah. And I'm 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 in places now that I I don't understand, right? But I'm getting faster at at saying yes to His invitations. I used to study the invitation for years, you know, <laughs> but now it's just, I'm getting I'm not I'm not at instant yes yet, but I'm getting faster, right? Mm. And the faster I am at saying yes. And getting to believing it, to to getting to acting on my beliefs, to getting to trusting him in the situation, I get to have these wild encounters, to to where I get to know the truth, and that knowledge of the truth sets me free. Are you saying you are open to invitations from the Father to have an encounter? No, I'm open to invitations to the Father for anything. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And sometimes there are encounters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So now, now there are people that are looking for encounters, right? And they'll get encounters from all kinds of things, from God, yeah. from devils, from spirits, from aliens, to all kinds of stuff, from animals, yes. from trees, from, you know. So I'm not open to that. I'm open to a relationship with my father, right? Yeah. So I, I do have some boundaries, right? Yeah. So I'm wide open to him, okay? Because yeah. I know he's good, right? Yes. Uh, because one day I accepted the, I heard the truth, he was good, didn't believe it, right? Then I started to agree with it, right? Yeah. We love because he first loved us. He initiates, right? He's a, he's a good lover. He initiates, right? right? Yeah. If anything's abusing you or controlling you, that's not God, right? Yeah. It, it may, you may think it's God because everyone around you is used to that kind of control, manipulation, but it's not God. I, I've, yeah. I, there are places that people use prophetic words and scriptures to control and manipulate, and that is what they think God is like, right? And they're all doing it, if you will, but there's no, there's no loving life in it, right? There's no mm -hmm. joy in it. It's secure, right? It's a form of peace, right? Um, but it's, it's, there's no, there's no life in it. Right? Yeah. And until you face it, you, you know, so anyway, you hear my house out in a minute, it's Debbie. What was that? <laughs> if you hear my house out in a minute, it's Debbie, and I think it is. <laughs> yep. My phone fun. dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Thoughts more on um, this walk with the Lord? Mm hmm. So, thoughts? For me, I think it's a matter of um, adjusting, uh, discovering new truths all the time because I can't get in agreement with something that I had no knowledge of. So, it's That's right. reliant upon Him to bring new truths my way. So, is He good at doing that? Very. Okay. Very. So, yeah. so, so if, if the Lord provides you 12 truths, which, which the 12 do you go for? <laughs> well, he doesn't normally. He doesn't normally bombard me. He normally presents new truths, you know, a few at a time and then gives me time to think about it. It doesn't normally take too long. And he normally ties all the truths up in a little bow that sort of just kind of make it all come together and make sense. So why, do you, why does he do that for you? Maybe that's how he, he, well, he obviously knows how I learn or how I think or how I figure things out. Ah, so out of, he's relating to you in a way that you receive him, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So you're open to relating to the Father, right? Yeah. Yeah. So many of us need to be more open to him. So to get to know him and let him get to know us, right? A lot of us think that he is, he's a, he wants to force himself on us, right? Mm. And, um, and the God, God 
does not want to rape anyone. Okay. No, he's a gentleman. That's right. And but there are people who are looking to be raped. Okay. And uh, that's it's a it's a bad. I mean, I I was that way for ministry. I I wanted God to force me into ministry. And uh, and I would tell him, you know, make me do this. And I and I'd heard of a few testimonies that people had entered the ministry out of, you know, fear of death and fear. And, and they, you know, the old promises, you know, God, if you heal me, I'll go to the ministry. So I thought that was God forcing people in. So I thought that was the way to do it, right? Um, and it's, 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 it's not the way. You know, he doesn't want a relationship built on abuse or manipulation or any, any wrong attribute. He wants a relationship with him and you based on love. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, any perverted or wrong understanding of love, he wants to first deal with those things. Right. So any. Uh, so years ago, my dog is sneezing. That's so weird. It's my dog. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's funny. Be quiet over there. You know. But uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's but he he is so gentle with us, right? That's why yeah. we that's why we can't compare ourselves to other people because the way God relates to me is different way he relates to you, right? So thanks for sharing that. It was good. No worries. Anybody else? I think the agreement thing that you were mentioning tonight is very key. It's key. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard that before. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, I agree, you know, yeah. agreeing with the Lord and uh, and agreeing and believing were the two words that stuck out for me tonight. Yeah, I, there's I mean, no I, agreement there. <laughs> and, and and then what Jenny said too, you know, you can't agree with something you don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. So so there's a, there's a process here, right? So, and then what Teddy says, well, you can't, you know, it's the knowledge of the truth that sets you free. So, but you got to get to the truth and then you got to agree with it first, but, the, but there's, a, there's some steps there, right? And so there's, there's a process that we can follow. There's a process that he's made possible, right? Um, and he wants us to walk, at, to walk with him. And then the wild thing is he's not waiting to step three to be with us, right? Yeah, you know, he is he is right there. If you if you don't accept his invitation of truth, he's still giving you opportunities, right? Yeah. There's there's always hope, even though you may not see it, right? Um, yeah. If you don't feel it, whatever, but he's still going. I'm right here. 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 Yeah. You know, and and we have all kinds of excuses not to accept and not to believe and not to agree and. And not to follow, and not to trust, and not to walk, and not, not, and not, not, not. Mm, but every yeah. once in a while, we'll see someone who is, you know, and they'll go, wow. And, and, and you'll meet that person. What are you doing? And they may not know what they're doing. You know, there's some people that, who instinctively trust God. I hate those people because <laughs> I, I can't relate to them, right? I'm thinking, what do, you, what do you mean you just trust them? I just do. Why? Aren't well, you've you... got to ask where they've been, though. What's that? You've got to ask where they've been and what's got them to that point. Why do they trust God? Maybe it's because He is their everything. There you go. You've got to, you've got to want to ask that question, right? 
threat. And it, and even that that person who's in your life, that's an invitation of God for him to for you to know him. And God knows that sometimes the jump to knowing him is too big. So maybe you'll get to know that person. And that person will encourage you to have your own personal relationship with the Father and, and not be codependent upon that person. Right? I mean, there there are many mar there are many Christian marriages that husbands will pick wives who are more godly because it's easier for them to relate to that wife. But God's going like, wait a minute, you know, good choice of wife, but I'm a jealous lover, you know. So you you cannot be fully satisfied just from that friend or from that wife or that companion. Um, your satisfaction's in me, right? Yes. So what happens a lot of times is uh, for guys, we'll settle with our wife and expect too much from our wives, but our satisfaction is fully in him. Right. And so and so so we have to go back to the truth and go, I thought the truth was, you know, my mate would make me happy. But that's that's not a truth. That's a lie. Right. But if you hang out with the truth, the truth giver father, he will help you discern the truth from the lies, because if you agree with the lie. Right. Then you believe a lie and then you act on a lie. That lie becomes your truth. Right. And then there's a there's a baby that you have with that lie that's now fruit in your life, right? And then you think that you follow the process, therefore it's good. No, you follow the process, but you started the wrong truth, which was a lie, right? Hmm. Hang on, I'm just writing that down. Yeah. So the enemy the enemy can't make you produce a uh, a, an Ishmael, but the enemy can make you can make you can pre present the opportunity to believe something and if you go down that path right you will produce that thing and mm -hmm. so but the father doesn't go oh my goodness you had an Ill illegitimate child i'm going to disown you he goes he goes i still love you i still want you in my life um, even though you produce all this stuff you know i still love you that to me amazes me you know yes yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you, I mean, and, and for me, when I look at the Apostle Paul, and he was a killer of Christians, right? The Apostle Paul killed people that God loved, right? Mm -hmm. And, and God still loves Paul. I'm like, how can that be? That's just, that, you know, <laughs> that's just wrong, you know? And so, yeah. but, but when I look at my life, I go, well, shoot. I'm not, you know, Paul says, I'm the chief of all sinners, right? So one side, he's like going, shoot, I was worthless. But then the other part, he realizes who he is now in the Lord, right? And so his identity isn't in how bad he was. His identity is in how good God is, right? Yeah. And that's the, that's the trade or the exchange we've got to get to, right? We've got to get out of our past and into him. So that last line that says, you know, stay in the journey, right? Or, you know, you need to you need to keep agreeing until you get the place of trusting and get the place of believing, getting the place where you know it. I mean, there I mean there are just countless people that do not know the the joy of their salvation. They just have salvation, but they don't know the joy of their salvation, right? Yeah. Yes. And so when they do evangelize, 
they go, hey, I know a truth you don't know. And the person goes like, what's that truth? Well, you can go to heaven and know God. And the person goes, do you know God? Yes, I do. Well, why aren't you happy? Well, I'm saved. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's good enough, right? But yeah. it's, there, there's, there's a joy of your salvation. But there's joy in the knowing, not just joy in the agreement. There's, there's actually there's very little joy in the agreement. There's very little joy in the understanding. There's very little joy in believing. There's joy in knowing, right? There's a big gap there, and we can't we can't just stay, we can't remain satisfied with just knowing the truth, or knowing about the truth. We've got to know it intimately, right? Yes, yes. That's a good word. So we've got to, you know, when the Lord invites us to go deeper in something, to be intimate, we have an option. We can say, no, no, I, I'm saved, I'm good. Okay, but there's more joy. Ah, I'm, I'm cool. Thank you. Talk to you later. You know. Okay. You know, and he doesn't. He doesn't go away. He's just like you know, always there, waiting for me to turn back to him. Right. Okay. He's waiting for me to to go. Hmm. Dean's happy. Jenny's happy. Teddy's happy. Why? What? What's missing, Wall? What's missing? And I ask. If I ask the question, with Father, what's missing from our relation with you? He'll say, oh, you're not letting me have my way with you. Oh, I'm holding myself back? Yeah. What am I? Why? And I will say, well, because you're afraid of, you're not trusting, you're not confident in me. There's something, right? And it'll help me understand, help me get to that place if I want to be, right? Yeah. But it's, 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 my, it's my option, right? Now, the devil will tell you, oh, no, there are too many things between you and him. You should be happy with the outer court, right? You should be happy with the inner court. But don't go to the Holy of Holies. I'm telling you, stay where you are, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Any thoughts? God normally shines a spotlight on areas that we've got that we may not have realized we're not believing a truth. You know, there's new truths for those areas. And I think from what I've seen, he always does it for our benefit. Right. And to draw us closer to him. Yep. Because I know that I've certainly learned a lot of new truths that I either had forgotten or didn't know. Since talking with you, yeah. So I think it's for our benefit that he um, shows us new truths and new better ways of doing things. And you know, so when he comes with a spotlight, my notes here is, "Don't run away from the spotlight." Yeah. Because uh, someone who loves you always has your best interest in mind, right? Yeah. And so if we believe and know that God is love. Because it's that's what it says. But if we agree with that and know and trust him, then when the spotlight comes, we know his motive isn't just to show me something to hurt my feelings. It's to show me something for my benefit, right? Yeah. Because I know he loves me, right? Yeah. So that's good. Thanks for sharing. That's good. No worries. It's in the notes here that I'm just typing out. <laughs> <laughs> We've got six pages so far. <laughs> Only six pages. 
I've been typing away as you guys have been talking, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'll post them up on the thread. But the inner student is shining. It's got the Jenny thing in there. It's fine. What was that? It's got the Jenny thing in there. It's fine. Yeah. How does that scripture go? The Jenny is the way, the truth, and life. So our our topic, bringing it back around, was off this quote from from Albert. The only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion, right? Mm. Now, I'm sure Albert didn't write this from a kingdom perspective. (laughs) Maybe he did, whatever. whatever. Right now, we we need to be in rebellion to that false lord who's running around as, as a principality and being free, right? The motivation for our freedom will be is... The best motivation is the love of God. Some of our motivations is we've been so bound and we finally got free. We're just mad at the enemy, which is which is a good thing. But uh, it's like when you when when an addict gets free, they are so repulsed with the drug stuff and the addiction, they feel like their ministry is to, to other addicts, you know, um, yeah. because because they've tasted freedom, right? And they want to share that freedom with other people. And that and that's a strong motivation, but it's not as powerful as love. Okay, but we do need to hate sin. We need to have a, a good, healthy hatred for sin. You know, but mm-hmm. but it was the love of God that sent Jesus to us, not his hatred for sin. Okay, um, so that's there. But you know, absolute freedom would be you know just more and more freedom in our areas, not to condemn ourselves for not being absolutely free. You know. Oh. Or, or as free as the Jennies, you know, it's okay where we are, as long as we, <laughs> as we walk in a journey, right? You know, and just we don't compare, we just keep, we keep going for it, right? And yeah. and knowing that he's there, he's not going like, you know, he's just there with us, right? And just to stay on the path, and even if we get off the path, it's okay, get back on again, you know. Um, it says that scripture that I used for many years of my life, you know, a righteous man falls down seven times, but gets up again, right? So there's always hope, um, but in that in that scripture in the, in the Albert quote, the only way to deal with the unfree world, we are here in a in, in the midst of chaos. Whether it's here in America or uh, the Philippines or Australia or South Africa, there is darkness all around, right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. if we realize the truth that we are the light of the world, that our freedom is contagious, you know. As we get freer, we're changing our environment around us, right? Yes. And so that's how this world around us is going to be really touched. It's going to be through the manifestation as, as the sons of God and the daughters of God walk in their freedom, which the Father has yes. provided. Yes. That's the way they're going to get changed, right? Mm. That's the way they're going to come to you and say, I want what you have. And you're going to say, what are you talking about? I haven't even talked to you. You don't even know me. You know, but but the freedom, the freedom, the freedom of the Father is tangible, right? It's it's yes. it's it's visible to anyone who wants it, right? The problem with the church, we've been hiding the light and keeping the light to ourselves. We need to release the light so that those who darkness can come to the light. Yes. Okay. And that's the way the world's going to come. 
and that's why things will get darker so that we can shine brighter, right? Oh, okay. So, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Right. So, Thanks. next week is uh, June. No, nope, 31st of May. Do you, <laughs> do you want to meet or not? What, what's up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. And all the international said yes and amen. And we shall meet yes. again. Yes. And, and uh, second, let me look at the notes before oh, you guys think off. Yeah, it, it doesn't okay. hang up. So notes will go there. And, uh, okay. and so you have the page that I posted there too for whatever. And we have Ginny's notes which are going to come, which I will probably use for my next book. And, uh, <laughs> and, and say it's all my revelation and no Australian was, was hurt in the print of this book. <laughs> you have to use the Australian accent when you um, read them. <laughs> Did I mate? <laughs> so, um, okay, well, I'm going to, what am I going to do? I'm going to stop recording, I think. Yeah, I'm going to stop recording.